is Alicia Christian, and welcome to the Eating Me Podcast. Hey guys, it's Leash, and welcome back to Car Confessions. Listen, it has been so busy. The month of August has been really wild for me, and I'm actually back to work as a school nurse, and so... Anyone that works in the school knows right now is crunch time. It's crazy. You feel like you can't get all the things done. Even though you know the things will get done, it's just all of the things are piling up. And so that's where I'm at right now. And for those who follow me on social media who are probably like, where have you been? I've kind of like in and out. I've been trying to prepare for the school year. <laughs> um, it's wild. It's wild being a school nurse. Uh in a school setting, I mean, obviously it's a school setting, what am I saying? But it's, it's just really wild being a school nurse because being in a school setting, also depending on the school you work at, you can either feel a part of the community or not a part of the community. And so it's really tricky and kind of like strange uh, where you land. I mean, I am blessed to be at a school where I am like in the community and, you know, I feel accepted and I don't feel like I'm just some random outsider that's providing care to these kids. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt at uh, several schools I've worked at, but I really feel like I'm a part of the community at the, at the school that I'm at now and it's it's great. But at the same time, like I said, we are preparing, we are submitting, we're, you know, we're looking at all the different documents and well, I am rather, I'm the only nurse at my school and so I'm doing all the things and attending meetings and, you know, just trying to make sure everything's underway. But regardless, it's a good time. Um, I'm excited to be back after having the summer off. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's really cool. I'm just, you know, just trying to keep the momentum or just get that momentum rather back of like working, you know, like you've been off work for a while and you're like, what? Like, Oh, I have a job. Oh, yeah, that part. You know, so just trying to get myself back in that whole mindset and um, getting all the things done, y'all. So, listen, one day at a time. But it's wild how life is shifting for me. And it's in good, you know, very good things are happening, right? It's not like I'm you know, overwhelmed with gloom and doom. I'm more overwhelmed with all these good things. And I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where there's a lot of good happening and then that anxiety kicks in, that ego kicks in, and it's like, yeah, something something bad's going to happen. Like, this isn't real life. Like, just wait, you know, get yourself together because this will not always be. And here's the thing, you know, everything is temporary. I'm, I'm aware of that, but it's the idea that I am already expecting the negative, the bad, that, you know, good can't be in my life for, um, this time because there's way too much good at this time. And what I'm learning, you know, in this life is that enjoy these moments of goodness and not worry about what could possibly go wrong. If something's going to go wrong, like just be in the moment of whatever it is and not constantly looking towards the future um, and bringing more anxiety right into my life. 
and I've, I've, I've not put myself in a position to be this aware of who I am and how I operate and what is going on in my life because, or at least in the present moment, because I'm always looking towards the future. Like everything is like prepare, 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 prepare. Um, and it's nice to be in a place where I'm just living and I am enjoying my life and I am not worried about the old, you know, I wish I was here or I can't wait to this, whatever. Right. It was funny. I was listening to a podcast earlier. It was an older woman that was being interviewed. Actually, it was Mel Robbins' podcast. She was interviewing her mother-in-law who's like in her eighties and it was funny how she was just saying how she lives her life in gratitude and she's lived her life in gratitude for a long time and is grateful for the present moment uh, because n- no time is ever promised to us, right? Like we can't just, ex- you know, take for granted that tomorrow will be, you know, promised to us, right? And so her life of living in gratitude, enjoying the moment, and really just being grateful for each and every moment, as opposed to just expecting that you'll wake up tomorrow, expecting that in the next 20 minutes you'll be around, expecting that all of the things are going to work out in the way that you just kind of think, because you're constantly future thinking, like constantly, you know, in the mindset of what's happening next, um, what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen in a month, you know, just being in the moment and enjoying that has been freeing for me on so many levels, you know, Um, because I've, like I said, I've always had that mindset of just constantly looking to the future and freaking out and then having a plan A, B, C, D, like it, it, it was bananas and I'm still working on it. Like to say that all that is gone is, be, I would be ridiculous and and full on lying to y'all, let's be clear. Um, I still, um, it, it still comes up. Oh, Lord, let me tell you something. These potholes, well, let's just backtrack. And I did this yesterday, guys. The potholes in New York City are redunk. Clearly, I just hit one. And I know you're probably thinking, like, why didn't you avoid it? I don't know. I was talking to y'all. I didn't see it. It's fine. It's whatever. But... The point of it is the potholes here are crazy. And yes, they do fix the streets for the most part, but there's constant traffic. There's constantly just people moving and grooving on their, you know, with their cars. And also like when they're cleaning up snow during this, uh, the year, I don't know if that's potholes by way of snow, but the point was when they're cleaning it up, sometimes I think they mess up the, um, the actual road in that way. And that creates additional wear and tear to the roads as well. But yeah, that was a pothole. Here, whoa. But yeah, so I am just taking things day by day. And and listen, moment by moment at some points, because especially when when it comes to like this time of year, I can get so overwhelmed and start flipping out about all the things that aren't complete, all things that aren't, you know, whatever, and I just have to find that time to be like, listen, this is where you are right now, you can't worry about all the things, you know, that you can't control right now, just one chunk at a time, Leash, just 
bite off one chunk at a time and you'll eventually eat the elephant. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, it's so intense. And I, I just didn't know that that was possible for me. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Like, where I could just live in the present? Because I've, I've, I don't know that I've known people to just be present and live in that present time. Unless we were doing something that was so amazing or whatever. But just day-to-day living by living in the present moment, that was something that was just never modeled for me. I was always worrying about the next meal, worrying about what we're going to do next, how we're going to get from X, Y, and Z, you know, how we're going to do this, this, and this. Um, And so I just kind of lived in a state of anxiety for the majority of my life. And that was another thing. I just wasn't aware of the anxiety I have had over the years and didn't, and, and just didn't picture myself somebody with anxiety like when I would think about things like anxiety depression all that I would clearly put that on on other people because how could I leash like how could I have anxiety how could I have depression I seem like a pretty happy person I like cracking jokes I'm chill like when people see me I'm a pretty chill person I have a big personality but overall I'm a chill person but internally I, the wheels are turning. I mean, and I am like in a frenzy, but I can, that exterior, you would never know. And so because of that, and the way I present it in the world, I just thought, there's no way I have anxiety. There's no way I have depression. There's no way, you know, just denial, 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 right? But as I've started to just live in the present moment and take on what I can, when I can, and be able to say no, um, when it's needed, the relief, the lack of stress, it is just amazing that I'm able to do that for myself. And I just didn't know that I could do that for myself. You know, I'm learning different tools and things that allow me to get through all that. But it, I just did not realize that we as humans could do that for ourselves. We don't have to look for something outside of ourselves to calm our nervous system, to, you know, self-soothe. Like, it's mind-blowing to me. And for those who have always known this, I mean, kudos to y'all because, and and first of all, kudos to y'all, but where were y'all when I needed you? Let, let's be serious because how are you just holding on to this type of information? I'm out here spiraling like a maniac. Let's be clear. Like, what? Um, it's wild that this is something that you can do for yourself. And I'm also learning there's so many other things that I can do for myself. You know? But create happiness. And not allow certain things in my environment or the quote-unquote bad days bad day situation keep me in a mood all day long i just felt oh this day's gonna be crappy because this thing happened and i would literally sulk for most of the day and like lose my shit when necessary but realize but didn't realize 
I was allowing all that to happen based off a situation that I really had no control over, you know? It's kind of hard to, like, really wrap your head around the fact that you have control of so many things, which can lead you to feeling and, well, and, and oh, yeah, feeling and then thinking and knowing, right? Having that understanding of, oh, it's me. It's me that has to make the changes. It's not me looking to, to someone to create this change in my life or, you know, maybe I need to get out of this particular environment, right? Because if I'm feeling like this all the time in this environment, maybe this environment is not for leash. Maybe I need to find a whole different place. And that's where I have to take the accountability and recognize that it's not everybody that's in the in, in the environment. Because some people in the environment are living their best lives. It's just not for leash, right? And that's okay. Not every place and space is meant for everybody. Learning, learning, constantly learning these things. Um, and I realized a lot of that too when I was growing up. Like I grew up in Evansville. And, you know, you always have your nostalgic thoughts and feelings about places and situations. But when you start, when I really started thinking about, like, me growing up and my place in this world. I remember the song, that's crazy. Michael W. Smith, there was a song um, called Place, is it Place in This World? Anyway, look it up. Michael W. Smith, it's either my place in this world or place in this world. And I was all, when I heard that song, it like it resonated with me because it was like, that's me. I'm looking for meaning, just trying to find my place in this world. And living there really, you know, challenged that for me because it was just like, I'd never fit in, you know, I never fit in there. I found friends. I mean, I had friends. I'm a pretty friendly person. Like I, you know, I enjoyed what I could enjoy with Indiana, but truly feeling good and feeling like that place was for me, I just didn't feel that. And so I knew I had to make the change. Like the people in Evansville, they're living their best lives or whatever that looks like for them. I don't know if they're living their best lives or not, or they're just kind of surviving. That's none of my business. But I knew in terms of my business, I had to get up out of there, right? Because it just did not serve me on a spiritual level, physical, mental, nothing. Like, I just, I did not feel good there. I didn't feel like I belonged there. And so when I realized that and I made that change, I mean, granted, I didn't move directly to New York City after leaving um, Evansville. There was some trial. I was living in Huntsville. I mean, the point of it is I eventually found my place. And, um, but I had to make that change and I had to recognize that Evansville wasn't the place of me. Like, it's my hometown. I um, can't deny it. And like I said, I've had some, I had some great memories there. But in terms of my, who I am as a person and how I'm going to thrive in this world, I knew I couldn't be there. And I think for me, constantly reviewing my life and seeing where I belong is so important on so many levels. Um, because I, I, I want to live well. And not just on the financial standpoint. I mean, of course, I want to live well financially. Let's be serious. But my mental health, my physical health, 
a key. My social emotional health, right? My spiritual health. I have to thrive and not survive. And living in Evansville, I felt I was in constant survival mode. And I was like, I have one life and I'm going to live it the way I want to live it. And, you know, growing up, a lot of times you thinking that way could be seen as sinful because I grew up very religious. And it's like, you have to, you know, do what God tells you to do and this, that, and the other. And I'm not, you know, disputing anything in terms of religion or God or because everyone has their own beliefs. But for me, living that way was very suppressive and limiting. And I'm still undoing a lot of limiting beliefs that I um, learned as a child. It's hard because you grow up a certain way and you think something is the way it is. And then when you open your eyes and are exposed to other things and see how other people are living, and it's just like, oh, that doesn't have to be that way that I was taught. There are other ways to do this, right? And my thriving might not be your thriving. You know what I'm saying? Like, what didn't work for me might work for you. So I don't want anyone to think like, oh, I'm poo-pooing anyone's the way they live, whatever. No, it just didn't work for me. Like, I could not do it in Evansville. But I know for some people that are still in Evansville, it works for them. And they love it. And I'm like, that's awesome. But all this to say, if you're in a space, right, like where you feel like you're not doing well on every level of your life or maybe certain points in your life, it's your it's your choice to make the change. Like no one's going to do that for you. And that was hard. That was a hard pill for me to swallow, too, was realizing that I was responsible for my happiness. I was was responsible for the way, you know, I showed up in the world. It wasn't the environment around me. It wasn't my job. It wasn't how someone treated me. I had to be responsible for the way I showed up in the world. And I can't blame anybody for the way I show up in the world. I can't blame a circumstance or a situation, you know, on the way I show up. I have to show up as my authentic, positive self and not allow external things or people or whatever change that. That was that was uh, that was an eye opener for me, and you know realizing that my existence and my reality, I was creating it, and I am still creating it, and that can be jarring for some people. It was for me too. It was like, oh, I've been holding myself back from a lot of opportunities. Oh. I, it's me, like, I have to be responsible, there's no blame on anyone else, I have to be responsible, and I know some people are thinking, well, what about certain things like systemic racism, and this, that, and the other, like, you can't take away that those things are happening in this world, but what you can do is start doing things that are positive, that can create change, whether big or small, because the more love I feel that we share and spread, the more positivity that we spread. And it doesn't have to be on some grand scale. It could be just you smiling at someone, complimenting someone, giving someone a hug if they're okay with that, you know? Um, Maybe giving a homeless person some money and not worrying about they're going to use it for drugs or whatever, you know, like not 
putting yourself in that, that mindset, just saying, you know what, they're asking, I have it, and you know, it's not my business what they do with that, because I'm giving it to them, right? Just showing that love and positivity, and not doing it, and, oh, and doing it in a way of just being truly genuine. I think that will create ripples of just love and positivity in this world that just can't be denied, and eventually, that that evil that we see that's just I feel like it's just overwhelmed the entire globe. It's not that it's going to go away, but I think it'll give it less less publicity. And the more that we give love and understanding and compassion more attention, the more of that we'll see in this world. Because, I mean, let's like I said, let's be serious. Evil is what it is. And it, it's just not going to disappear. But we don't have to give it an attention. We don't have to fuel that fire, you know? I don't know, y'all. It's wild, but every day I'm doing my best to be as loving and positive and as happy as I can be and doing things that I love to do, enjoying my life. Because like I said, taking for granted this life and thinking you have tomorrow, it's, it's... unfortunate to think in that way because what you're hoping to do in the future you could be doing right now so just do it take the leap put yourself out there and just go for it don't worry about what people think don't worry about if you're gonna fail don't worry about any of that stuff everything's a lesson right and if you're worried about what people think listen they're probably not doing what they want to do either. That's probably why they're talking about your crazy ass. Like, just don't even listen to that stuff. Do what's right for you. People are going to talk about you anyway if you're doing stuff that you like or if you're not doing stuff that you like. So just live your best life. You know what I'm saying? Do that and not and just don't take for granted that each day is yours and it's promised to you. When you do wake up in the morning, be thankful and live it to the fullest. Seriously. Y'all, I'm home, sitting in front of the house. Gotta get in here and make it happen. Cook some food, those things. But I love y'all. And I'll see y'all next week. All right. for tuning in to this week's car confessions on the e2b podcast please rate and review the show subscribe to the podcast if you have not already and share this particular episode with someone you love i love y'all and keep on keeping on i love you i'll talk to y'all later